Yo, WMT peoples, we're back. First episode of the new year. Happy 2018 to all of you. Uh, hope you all did did something fun for the new year. Had a good Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa. If, there, if there's anyone who celebrates Kwanzaa that listens to this, please email us. I want to talk to you. Um, but anyway, we, we hope everyone had a good holiday season. Uh, we're back in the full swing of things. Uh, episode number 22 guest today is uh, the one-of-a-kind Chris Shero. Uh Probably uh, got some wild stories on this one, some stories that I uh, almost forgot about a little bit. So uh, I hope it, it's, it was a fun one. We had a good time with him in here. I hope you all enjoy listening to it. Hit us up, wimty.podcast, W-I-M-T-Y.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up, and uh, please welcome Chris Shero. All right, first Wimty podcast of the new season. 2018. My guest today is Chris Shero. What's up, Chris? Not so much, man. We uh we have quite the setup here. I didn't realize it was going to be this kind of podcast tonight. Um, but just we'll, we'll take a picture of this and post it just so you can see it on the Instagram. But we have a uh, we have a fifth of uh, Basil Hayden, a fifth of Bullet, ninety five rye. I'm assuming that means it's ninety five proof. Is that correct? Would that be a correct so. assumption? Yep. Oh, is that is that book is that Booker's <laughs> yeah, or something? Booker's, yeah. man. Yeah, we Booker. have Booker's. Um, we have some 420, some Stella, some Sweetwater IPA, and a bottle of 2013 Festival. Shit. So there's no now. Just to <laughs> clarify, the plan is not to to consume all of this during the podcast. It's just variety. Yeah. You it's a know? selection of uh, gentlemen. Yes, we have options. Yeah, and uh, I think this is the first time a guest has brought in more options than we had available. <laughs> Thought that was so, the point. <laughs> so I was so that's thank you. You gotta one up the next, last person, right? Dude, he even brought yeah. dice. Brought yeah, dice. in one of those uh those big uh those Yeti jugs. What do you call that? The Yeti canteen like or, something? or something? Something like that. Yeah, some uh, fancy glasses and everything. I don't know. I know. <laughs> Living it up. Living it up in the studio, man. Um, so uh how was your how was your Christmas, man? Just worked, actually. Yeah. yeah. Whenever uh, the parents tell us in the morning, and that was about it. Went and slept. Kind of got my ass chewed out for it, but got to work, make money. <laughs> yeah, you got your ass chewed out. Yeah, by my mom. <laughs> oh, what? For, for working? For leaving too much? Like, yeah. leaving well, just having to work that night. Yeah, well... Yeah. It's like it's Christmas. I mean, moms don't like, want to. Well, moms don't want to pay your rent, right? It's <laughs> like, well, people without families need a drink. <laughs> so. uh so we'll just get right to we'll we'll address that. Um, you are a bartender at Red Door Saloon. Currently, the legendary <laughs> Red Door Saloon. Infamous. Yeah. I feel like if we ever get a sponsor, that should probably be our first one. Yeah, a lot of people has come and gone. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so what? Uh, what else, man? You are a, you are an ex marine. Well, no one is an ex marine, correct? Correct. You're always a marine, yeah, former. But you're a you are a once 
active duty Marine. Yes. Once upon a time. <laughs> and uh, and also an inventor of sorts. Yeah. Entrepreneur, did military, construction, like, I don't know, bartending, bouncing. Yeah, yeah, you know, I've definitely. worked in a grocery store once. Like, I've, I've, <laughs> so I've like, seen you. Uh, <laughs> done some, like, random, really random jobs. Even was a pool boy. You were a pool boy. Yeah. Like, whenever I started working, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do every job that's kind of like like a fantasy, you know? Like man in uniform or, like <laughs> or pool, <laughs> pool boy, you know? <laughs> but yeah, bartender, bouncer. Yeah, I mean, every girl's fantasy, yeah, I guess. Whatever you can do to pool boy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> How'd that work out? Yeah, it's not be, I mean, yeah Shane beat me to the follow-up. <laughs> We're doing uh, pretty good so far, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> No, specifically the pool boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, the one I was out. most interested in because I've done all the rest of them. <laughs> you see some like um, weird things that happen because I mean normally you go in you know two three o'clock in the morning and that's whenever everyone's stopping drinking and like let's have this crazy idea to go skinny dipping or hot tubbing and I don't know, oh that's really when you go to work yeah like whenever you did pools and stuff because I mean you want to do it before everyone like sets up in the morning to. Oh, go, yeah, I never thought like, about go that. Go to the pools and stuff. And, so you were doing it for like condos and yeah, and like the Hilton and shit. Yeah, like uh, pretty some gnarly stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, some cougars <laughs> out there and uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won't mention any names, but if you're still out there and listening, I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I mean, that was the move when uh, when I lived on the beach. There was a, a condo right next to there. And uh, we'd go we'd go down there all the time, late at night. Those uh, yeah. women, man. Yeah, go hot tubbing. Yeah, go jumping. Like uh, whenever I was younger and stuff, growing up around here, we used to break into uh, the ones out in uh, Baytown, like uh, like above the or like parking the side, gra- oh, like the above Bayside the parking area. garage in like Baytown and stuff. Uh-huh. Like we used to jump the fence and like one of us would go up there and get the That's elevator. That's right. There's a pool the up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there before, yeah. Yeah. 16, 17 years old, like, running around with coolers of beer and getting chased off by security guards and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's long enough to, like, they won't remember. It was, like, I don't know, 15 years ago, so should yeah. be okay. Well, I'm sure that shit's still happening. I mean, uh, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> Those I mean, are fun like, things to do, though, that. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, a, a quick story on, uh, before we really get into this quick story that I'm going to tell on on Shero's behalf, <laughs> one of my favorite stories uh, was uh, he was he was a, a bouncer slash door guy at the Funky Blue Shack when I was bartending there, and uh, there was this guy that was, obviously he was going to be a problem, so kind of walked him out, he was like, Shero, we need this guy to get out of here, Shero took him, he tried to start Tried to start messing with Shero, so Shero put him out. And by, like, put him out, I mean, like, just put him in a chokehold, laid him down. The dude was straight snoring, like, <laughs> and Shero's just standing over him. And, like, dude gets back up, laid out, and uh, actually has the nerve to try to start fighting Shero again. And everyone's like, dude, no, just don't, don't. Like, you were just, you were snoring five seconds ago and this the guy that you're trying to fight is the one who's responsible for yeah. you snoring although so you should rethink that, that is like he, whenever he was asleep like i was even nice like laid his head down kind of 
Like, yeah, you could have let him fall out. Like, yeah, that, yeah he laid him to rest. Yeah. That's your like, MO, man. He's very nice about it. He'll choke like, hey, you the man, fuck you, out. Yeah, <laughs> but you always got to tell him, like, hey, dude, you uh, accidentally tripped over the step, and I'm just waking you back up. Like, you know, <laughs> you're not, like, freaking out at well, the first hand. Well, not the same, but I, I think that's, I think that's uh, a part of the responsibility that comes with, um, with doing those types of things to people. Like you can't, you can't just you can't just do that and then just let them fall and crack their head open because then you're you're yeah, in trouble, you're man. More like, so you need to, if you're gonna do that to someone, I feel like there's a responsibility that comes yeah. along with that. Yeah, you gotta tuck so, them in. Yeah, be mean but nice. Yeah, man. The only other time I saw I saw that happen was that mellow when uh, Brent Sutton's dad did it. Uh, John Sutton was like sixty seven years old. <laughs> Took out some dude that was like 30. <laughs> yeah, put him to sleep. Out. And the, the funny thing is, even if people don't snore, um, they always snore when you put them out, uh, from what I've seen. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, immediately. It's, it's that, and then the hands, like, cramp up. Right? <laughs> well, that, that's just like when uh, when football players get knocked out, the first thing they do is their, oh, yeah. their hands go straight out like yeah. that. Whenever you see a football player's hands go like that, you're like, oh, no. Yeah. He's done. Yeah, <laughs> night night. <laughs> he doesn't know where he's at. Yeah. You're running to the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's out. He's out. Um, yeah, man. Um, so let's uh, let's let's get right to it, man. Let's yeah. let's talk about uh, let's talk about you've been up to the last few years with this uh, with this new uh, this new invention that you have. That you know, I know you can only talk about some parts of it because I, I think you're still working on some yeah. patent issues or something like that. But well, between the patent issues and then uh, like the branding and making sure like the name's all secure and everything, so I can't really say the exact name yet. But most of it's going pretty smooth. Yeah, but just money, money mostly. But uh, like a, like three years ago now, yeah, three years ago. From, like, uh, went and, uh, went out fishing and was having problems having to constantly, like, you know, run back and forth to the bait well and everything. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm tired of doing this and shoving, you know, bait in your pockets and everything. I was like, there has to be something out there that can help out, you know, make it more accessible. And the idea just kind of came to me, like, went and, you know, Googled it and looked on all the outdoors uh, websites and everything and nothing came up so I was talking to my buddy's mom that I grew up with about it and she was pretty much my inspiration actually like my drive to you know go and pursue it because she was like you know find out how much it is and she's like I'll write you a check she's like I'll write it you know I'll give you a thousand dollars out of it if it's more than that you cover the rest like and found out how much it was and she wrote the check yeah, and you were like, so, can I get, um, like, seven yeah, more of those? Right. Yeah. But, I mean, she she helped push me, like, in a lot of parts of my life and stuff, so yeah. thank you for that. And well, that's good. You want to give her a shout-out? Uh, yeah, Mrs. Wolfenden. Mrs. Wolfenden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to be careful of her. She's kind of mean. No. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wolfen, Wolf, Wolfenden, Wolfenden, yeah. Mrs. Wolfenden, if you're listening, uh, we had this idea for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a lot more pricey than we thought. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that the truth? Um, 
But anyway, if you enjoy what you're hearing. <laughs> uh, she's like my second mother, man. Like, yeah. She got me out of trouble a couple of times. <laughs> it's, it's great. It, man, second moms are like are yeah. like a blessing. Yeah. You're allowed to screw up and they still love you. Absolutely. <laughs> and, they, and also, I mean, to be honest, there's some things that you can talk about with your second mom that you could never talk about with your uh, first yeah. mom. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have a second mom, Miss Carmen. Like first time we went to the strip club. 18th birthday she she took gave it well she used to be a nurse like way back in the day okay so like 18th birthday and my buddy was older than me so he's been you know a bunch already and she's you know gives us the talk like about some cauliflower shit and we're like what the hell like i don't even want to go to the strip club anymore like <laughs> it kind of like scare us and she's like but you guys have fun like here's you know here's some ones like we're like I'm I'm too afraid now. Like, <laughs> don't even want to touch the dollars. Yeah. Uh, too bad we didn't have you know the stripper gun back then, because then you wouldn't have to touch the dollars. The stripper gun. Yeah, you never heard about the stripper gun. No, now. is this another invention? Oh no! Like, did, uh, did Wolfenman <laughs> no. fucking give you money for the stripper dart? I wish. Shooter? I wish I would have thought about it. But no, like you put a bunch of ones, single ones, in this like gun. And then it closes, and you just pull the trigger, and it shoots the ones out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a belt that just spits yeah, the just ones. shoots all the yeah. ones out. And okay. Yeah. That's pretty nifty. You said stripper dart. I know what that is. Oh, oh stripper darts are different. And that's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. They, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's a little yeah. bit more dangerous. <laughs> We're paying I'm, them, not, like, sending them to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. I, and that's one thing I never really, that I'm glad I never really got into, was the whole going to the the titty bar all the time, man. That was I mean, never a... Yeah. I mean, I did it, but it was never like a... Like how I say, it's just a once a year thing, yeah. 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 I, get it out of your system and then you're good for another year. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you wake up and have a lot less money than... Yeah. And you're covered you're with, in, you know, glitter and... I don't know what else. Your head hurts. Yeah. Your nose hurts. <laughs> that was like uh, when, when Ron White came to town and he did that show at... Uh, at the block, hmm. and afterwards they were like, "Go to Sammy's, come <laughs> hang out at Sammy's with Ron White." That's not something I think I want to see. Well, also you after know? that show, we were like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's actually um, he's in Panama City Friday, yeah. Friday night, yeah, mm-hmm. at the Marina Civic Center or whatever. He'll make you wait three hours, <laughs> yeah. ten minutes set, <laughs> and until you go buy his tequila. Well, that was a. D- I don't know. Someone told that me he was a really drinking, tough thing. Though. Oh, he was drinking. He was drunk as fuck. By the time he got up on stage, I heard but... like he didn't like drink for like a year or two or something. Mm. He's promoting his own brand of no. tequila. Yeah, hmm. that uh, maybe was... it's like a rumor. Or That's something. a really weird story, anyway. Because he, okay, he bought that distillery, and he's he's kind of made it. But like he's uh, his brother in law is Alex Ramundo. All right, they uh, mm. they started the tequila company together. Uh, Number one tequila is what they call it. Uh, they bought it from a distillery in Mexico, and he said a couple times he's not really interested in it because his comedy career—he's—he's he's a millionaire. He doesn't—he yeah. doesn't need any extra things. But he really wanted it to work out for his brother-in-law because his brother-in-law was a comic for—I think he's been a comic for 25 years. But he's not had near the level of success that you know what you what what a Ron White or someone like that has. Yeah. So he's basically wanted to build this tequila brand off and then hand it off to his brother-in-law well on that tour when they came to promote all that and they're still having to promote this tequila together and everything uh ron white went through a divorce with alex ramundo's sister (laughs) (laughs) so so he's having to go around probably 
you know, I'm assuming if all you're doing is drink tequila every night and you're on the road and you're Ron White and you're going through a separation, you're probably probably banging a bunch of ladies. Mm. And so Alex Ramundo has to watch that <laughs> when, when he's going through a divorce with his sister. That just that sounds like a mess. But it also sounds like something Ron White would do. You know, it's like, hey, I'm doing this, but I'm going to pay you to be quiet. <laughs> yeah. And but the, the, the really bad thing about that show uh, was it was a free show. So people that were there weren't really they didn't give a shit to really. Yeah. They just wanted to see Ron White. And by, by, by what I what like, I mean by that, yeah. see him like be in his presence. They didn't want to hear a stand up. They didn't want to hear new yeah, material. Like like several like it's probably seven different times he told everyone like I need you guys to be quiet. Like this is all about timing and all that kind of stuff. If you you know this is a free show. If you want me to do more time, you need to be quiet. Mm. He said that like five times and like I was there were people in front of me and I was like shut the fuck up. You know. It's kind of like whenever you go to like a dollar beer night or something. Mm. Like, like, yeah, is it really worth saving a little couple bucks for all this headache trying to get in and out and the crowd of people that go and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so for a, I, I would like to see, I, I might, I might try to go out there Friday night. We'll see. Um, it's that crowd, man. Like that's what, yeah. that's what sucked. And yeah. And, and his brother-in-law is what he's, he's Mexican or is he Spanish? Uh, I I wouldn't be able to tell you one hundred percent. Is a Mexican and Spanish this? His name's Alex Ramondo, <laughs> so I would say uh, I think, I think he's, he's I think he is Latino. Okay, yeah, but we'll I, say I that he was, he was actually Spanish. Dude, it's twenty eighteen. Uh, uh, use the proper. Well, form. Th- that's exactly that's why I'm <laughs> getting to that because that crowd is just a bunch of fucking drunk yahoos that don't uh, give two shits yeah. and just spouting racist shit yeah. to this dude who who. I don't think they're realizing like who he is. I think they just think, oh, uh, tequila. They got a Mexican guy up there. It's like, no, dude, that's uh-huh. his fucking brother-in-law. He is the co-owner of that tequila brand, and you guys are just fucking dicks. So he's got to put up with that abuse that entire tour, that whole mm. promo tour. Yeah, trying to sell your tequila to a bunch of fucking ignorant ass white people while they fucking call you racist shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and well, then, yeah, then you gotta watch your brother-in-law. Or ex-brother-in-law. Uh, yeah, it's soon to be ex-brother-in-law. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> um, I would hire somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's such a, it's such a crazy thing. And just like that whole blue-collar comedy tour thing, uh, you know, that was obviously geared toward your middle to lower class white people. Um, mostly Southerners, you know. So that, that's I a that's one of those. No. <laughs> uh, and uh, I've listened to a couple interviews with Ron White, and he talks about that, um, about how it was such a weird thing because he was never that style of comic. Yeah. He wasn't a, like a redneck comic, and not like a Jeff Foxworthy or a label Larry the Cable Guy or anything like that. However, he has to respect it because it did so much for his career. Yeah. Like I think he was the funniest out of all out of any of those guys by far. Um, but it, so so now people just, you know, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people that come to his shows now are these are these blue collar comedy fans who just want to hear tater salad, uh, you know. <laughs> so it, it makes it kind of tough for him. But I mean, honestly, he probably how much money he's making, he probably doesn't care at all. Yeah. <laughs> probably. I mean, I wouldn't. But <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he's still alive though. You know, I mean, th- that guy even. Uh, I follow him on his, on his Instagram and stuff, man. All that dude does is drink, 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 all the time. I mean, you got to think about it, though. I mean, even if he had a liver problem, he has enough money to buy another one. I mean, that, that's accurate. Yeah, like a... 
She's like an Alan Laird. I wasn't gonna say it, but uh, <laughs> we're trying to get sponsorships. So uh, yeah, shit. <laughs> Uh, so it, anyway, man, we just took a big detour. Uh, back, uh, back to uh, let's get some more in. Let's get some more info on your uh, on your bait pouch. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you bring let's the talk prototype? a little more Did about it. Did you bring it? Yeah. <laughs> I knew I forgot something. You didn't I, bring it? No, I didn't bring it. Well, I mean, it's not like we'd be able to show people. Anyway. Well, I know, but I want like, to understand. I've been hearing about this fucking thing for three yeah, years. Yeah, tell us as tell us as much about it. it as you can. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to think for a second. All right. So, what I can say is, like, it's pretty much a, it slides into, like, a gun holster. Like, I can say that because, I mean, that part's covered already for me. So, it slides in, like, a gun holster. So, it's you don't need a belt or it's not, like, a fanny pack or anything. You can wear board shorts, a bikini, like, whatever. Like, it'll hold on to you, you know? And basically, it's designed so you can hold whatever kind of bait you're using for bottom fishing. So whether you're deep sea fishing and, you know, you're going for, like, snapper and grouper and stuff, like, once that bait gets in the water and it's either, A, it's going to be taken by the fish, or B, you have a fish on the line. So whenever you pull that line up, the quickest thing to get more fish is throw that line back in because they're biting. So they're already coming up off the bottom. Like they're hungry, you know? Yeah. You want to keep them frozen. Yeah. yeah. So if you're constantly having to, you know, take five to seven steps to get more bait to throw back in the water, like that's a waste of time right there. Mm-hmm. So instead of like, for instance, like if you're paddleboard fishing, you know, like you're constantly having to go in your cooler every time you're baiting. That'd probably be off. a really good application for okay. it. So like sure. if you're paddleboard yeah. fishing, you know, like you're every time like your bait gets off, you have to turn around, go in your cooler, rehook up, go back and throw again. Well, instead of going in your cooler fifty times, you only have to go in there five times. Mm-hmm. Like it just pretty much helps save time and get more bait in the water because the fish are hungry and so you get more fish. Yeah. So it cuts it down and it keeps it cold, you know, cooled down and everything. And it will hold your pliers and stuff. So you're not having to wear, you know, three or four different, like, you know, uh, pouches or clips or anything for other items. So it's, ba- it's basically like an all-in-one bait, yeah. bait holder. Yeah. Right on. Is it keeping it live? No, it's for dead bait. Yeah. Yeah. I went with dead bait because, I mean, keeping it live with live bait is... Way. I mean, there's I mean, there's nothing you can do with that. The only yeah. way to keep live bait alive is through a live well. So unless yeah. you have some sort of portable live well, then, I mean, even... Uh, I mean, there's portable live well patents out there. Yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, even so, if you're fishing with uh, if you're fishing with cigar minnows that are yeah, five, six do, inches yeah. long, you would have to have, if you have a live well pouch on you, it'd have to be at least a foot wide. Uh, yeah. and, I mean, that's just not practical. Yeah. You know? And plus, it's going to weigh like 20 pounds yeah, it with all the equipment yeah. and stuff on it. Yeah, so um so how close are we to having a product out? So at this point uh like I got some quotes from manufacturers and stuff to do some prototypes and it's just cuz I mean like I'm paying everything for myself right mm-hmm. now. And I wanted to do it that way for right now until I get to the point where I can get my own prototypes and stuff, you know. And 
you don't realize it until you get into it how much everything really actually costs and everything to start a company and like you know i was thinking you know like 10 15 000, like it should be okay and i'm already 25 in haven't even got a product yet you know like wow yeah. you're really you're 25k in already. yeah i mean because between my patent what the fuck are you spending your money on dude the patent alone cost me eight eight nine grand yeah, jesus just the patent like trying yeah. to get a patent and then what kind of patent did you get Okay. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> no, nah, uh, but uh, like I mean, between that and then, like, uh, whenever I got my logos made, I mean that was another grand, and then buying all these websites and stuff for whenever I, you know, build the website and everything. I mean, I spent shit like fourteen hundred dollars just on all that so far. Because, I mean, you don't just buy the name, but you buy, like, everything that's close to it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then trying to build prototypes oh. myself, which, by the way, learn how to sew. Pretty good sewer now. Like, you know, bought this, like, $500 sewing machine. Never sewed before. Took me about two hours just to set it up, but... <laughs> had to call a couple of the grandmas and moms <laughs> and stuff. Like, <laughs> Hell yeah. But, I mean, it just keeps adding up, you know? Yeah. You look back and you're like, man, like, that's where all my money went. But should have put that into Bitcoin. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, bro. I did it. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> Motherfucker. You fucked up. <laughs> you you could have had two hundred seventy-two thousand dollars by now. How long have you been holding on to that? <laughs> yeah. Just waiting for the the right moment. <laughs> yeah. Shit, man. But I mean, like it's going. Like, uh, hopefully, like by uh, April, like at the latest, like I'll have some prototypes and mm-hmm. talking to a couple people. Like, you know, we talked in private about a couple people that I wanted to talk to and stuff, and set up some meetings yeah. with. And I think they'd be like some good people to actually, I don't know, that want to drive like how I want to drive on it and stuff, mm-hmm. and have a foot in the door. Like that's the biggest thing now these days is. It's not what you know; it's who you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, it's it's always it's always a really good idea to to seek out, um, not even necessarily mentors, but people who know more than you are that are willing oh, yeah. to share information. Like I always love um, learning. Like, absolutely. Even if it's yeah. some random thing that I've never even like would even think about or would think like I would even talk about. Like mm-hmm. love learning about it. Yeah, um, I mean that's like when I when I first started uh, managing a band the first thing i did was i was like, okay we need to have some sort of operating agreement here so uh i i reached out to uh at the time uh, pretty much the, the biggest local band in the area i knew they had a full-fledged business set up and all that stuff mm-hmm. um and i said hey you know would you care if i took a peek at your operating agreement and they were like yeah just sign this nda real quick you know they'll give it to me dude they saved me fucking thousands of dollars oh, yeah. and and so much time and attorney fees and all that kind of stuff because I had a 17 page operating agreement that I could you know mm-hmm. kind of create my own thing on man that's really important it, whatever you're doing you know oh, yeah. um, so mean, I'm glad to hear that you did that man yeah, for I mean, sure. just like whenever I like first started about doing it a little over a year ago like the first thing I did was just like went out and bought 15 books like on anything from marketing to how to talk to people, like everything, you know? Yeah. And just started reading. Like, how do you go from 
having an idea to a complete finish just running a company. Yeah. And just went from there and, you know, like just try to pick people's brains. Like I picked your brain, I picked Shane's brain, you know, and just trying to learn as much as you can without actually having to spend money like really yeah well because you can also spend a lot you can spend a lot of money trying to learn like even whenever uh went down to uh orlando for the fishing expo and stuff like that was a big eye opener uh what you went to uh uh icast yeah i went went down there and just (laughs) like never been to a convention before you know and decided to go like you know fuck it like let's go big or go home like Let's go down there and went down there. It was just like so many people and like, uh, like we got a uh, buyer and seller passes. I mean, cause that's what I was doing, you know, yeah. going down there and just like trying to just walk around and like, you know, look at people's stands and like how they have it set up, you know, for future ideas. If I ever, you know, get into all that and everything and just like people, it was like fish in a barrel, like people coming out of nowhere, like, Oh, you have a buyer's pass. Like, Hey, so about this product, you guys buy this? Like, uh, you know, like, just like, whoa, bro, like, calm down. Like, oh, it's intense, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, you had people hitting you up like that? Yeah, dude, like, just walking around. I'm like, like. Oh, you know, that's if, different than Surf Expo. Dude, it's, it was, like, gnarly. Like. Super competitive. Yeah. Like, I mean, because the biggest of the best are there, you know? Yeah. Like, they. Man. Did you see boats set up? Yeah, dude. See, like, they go hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, way hard. That they go was, hard on uh, everything. Everything, dude. Dude, there's this one, I cannot remember the damn company, but it was, like, hilarious. Like, uh, me and uh, Forrest went with me, and, uh, like, we were walking around, and we were just, like, hearing this, like, music play, and we are like, what the hell? Like, just kind of pass by, and I see, like, these, like, girls in, like, these little skimpy shorts and stuff, booty dancing and stuff. I'm like, we're at the fishing expo, right? <laughs> like, you know, like, this is about fishing? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, what the hell is their stand about then, you know? It was like some like uh peril like trying to name branding thing. And I was just like, it's kind of weird. Like, <laughs> did I mean, you go to did you go to any of the after parties? I'm not at liberty to say. Right <laughs> oh yeah, you are. <laughs> That's the best part uh, about dude. the, the show. Those shows. Any any like, fucking convention. Well, no one no one actually fucking goes there to do anything. No, they do. So, they shut do. the fuck. No yeah. bullshit. So no, like, dude. You know, I, when I was with boat, when I was working with boat, I went to uh, we did surf expo, and I sold so many fucking paddle boards. Like we got into so many different. Markets. People go there to do work and buy shit for sure, but they also. And how many IPAs did you have while you were doing that? I didn't drink during the day. Mm. No, but as soon as five, as soon as five o'clock, as soon as five o'clock hits, though, like. This is this is like right when I like I was still like trying to get employed and shit. Like I was interning. <laughs> I had just graduated college and I was interning and they sent me down there. It was like my final like intern thing. <laughs> this is your test. Yeah. Blow it or come back. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, those parties are they, those those people get those people get wild, man. Well, we end up like bouncing out like probably like four four thirty like when it's pretty much we googled best dive bar like near us and we went to this bar there's like a little hole in the wall kind of sketchy when we first walked in ended up being like some like gnarly ass partying going on like stay there until about midnight and then went back to our hotel because i stayed like right next to the convention center like i was like all right we're gonna stay close because we know like everyone's gonna be there anyway this wants to go to sea world 
<laughs> we don't talk about that. I wanted to go to Animal Kingdom, really, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, like we end up just hitting up the hotel bar. You know, after everyone's already like kind of toasty, like it's easy to easier to talk to people. You know, because mm. I mean it was like uh, the second to last day, so like you know all the voting's done and everything. So like people mm. are more open about their feelings about other products and everything, and uh, <laughs> so it's. Oh yeah, when the, yeah. when uh, Yeti won with their five gallon bucket, I'm not saying anything. They won. They won. They won. Uh, <laughs> they won be- didn't they win best in show? Yeah, with no. a fucking five gallon bucket. Yeah, it's like bet. No, they both <clears throat> won best in show. They won. Best or it was in like no. That no, it was like product of the year. Or yeah, something. like something got, stupid, man. That's what I'm like, saying. They they got they got whatever their category was. So like we're. We talked to, I think, well, I mean, when we talked about it. Like, we were at the bar, like, uh, bullshit with someone. I'm not going to say what company they were from and stuff. But uh, we were drinking some expensive, like, whiskey and everything. And, uh, dude, like, next thing, like, that came up. And I was like, so what are you guys drinking for? You're like, you, you know, you're pretty go- going pretty heavy. And he was like, I lost to a fucking bucket. <laughs> like, I was like, what? He's like, dude, we spent, like, you know, $200,000, like, at least in research and, like, I mean, like, it was, you know, the mechanics behind it, like, very intricate, like, their product. And I can't say what it is or what company or anything, but... uh Why not? Because I don't want to, like, talk shit for them, you know? Oh, I like, can respect that. That's fine. Like, it's not my place to say yeah. it, but I'm sure they probably let them know. But uh it was just funny because I was like, man, you guys spent all that time and money and to get beat over by something. I was just like, huh, like... Let's have a little last laugh. Like, this is a name brand. We're just going to see if our name just actually upholds. That's pretty much what they did, if you think about it, you know? Mm. Yeah. Just, I don't know. That that company, I mean, shit. Look, I mean, right here, you know? Um, Yeah, what was that, like 75 bucks a pop? That company is... uh, It's a birthday present. (laughs) It's amazing what they've been able to do. Um, just in the, in the short amount of time that when I used to work with those guys, um, when I was with boat, we used to, you know, we, we parted with the Yeti guys when they had 15 employees, you know, like it's just unbelievable. Uh Like they took, I think when he sold it, I don't, man, I don't want to, I don't want to say the numbers, but I, I know from what it was worth when we talked to them to what he sold it for, it was 10 times that amount. Oh, in like yeah. a year and a half. And I'm not talking about 10 times like a quarter of a million. I'm talking like 10 times 15 million. Like oh, yeah. it's an insane amount of money that that little company out of Austin like came at. Yeah. But like, they, they, fucking... I mean, it's <laughs> like me... almost reinvented the wheel though. I mean, they took a product and just like ran with it that no one's ever done, you know? Well, <laughs> where I mean, like, where you, I think I mean, where I think they really really where I think they hit it at, um, I think they pretty much took uh, the model for ladies' handbags and applied it to the fishing industry. Okay, yeah. they they took uh, because there's so much money in the fishing industry. Like, uh, how many? I mean, you look out my dude. fucking office right now. Uh, how many million dollar boats do you see? That's what I'm saying, dude. So a six hundred a six hundred dollar cooler, if it is the best, yeah. there is not a cooler that's more expensive. And then what? What does that do? That creates a lot of people like me who don't have that kind of money, but still, I want yeah. that. You know, I mean, it's like, just I, like going to I have a Yeti. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, they just they made a cooler. It's heavy as fuck. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. yeah it's, but I'm saying like, like. Yeah, like, I'll talk shit about it, but at the end of the day, like, not gonna lie, I have a Yeti cooler, but it still held my fucking shit pretty cold for a long oh, time. Oh, no, they're great, like, great products. Like, yeah. I'm not talking like, about the, the integrity of their products. They're, uh, they're, and they did that. They they put themselves well, in, a, in a place that it, it was the best. Absolutely, it was the best. Uh, best cooler. There was never a cooler like it. There wasn't yeah, a cooler that's that all, that's all I was getting at. Um, just... However, coming back to what we were just talking about... The uh, so I can say full so disclosure. We're, uh, yeah. um, <laughs> Off the record. <laughs> uh, but anyway, going back to what we're saying, it, it it is a shame that that they do have a lot of great products. But I didn't realize that 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 five gallon bucket was just that. Oh uh, yeah. It's just a fucking bucket. There's it's nothing just, else. It came in five colors. It's just a bucket. It's a colored <laughs> bucket. It's a bucket with their name slapped on it. I I think it has like a like just like little slots. On the edge where you can throw your knives on it. That's about it. Yeah. That's it. Like it's nothing it's insane, fancy man. and give me fifty bucks. Do you think they it. do you yeah. think the fix was in? I I would say it would have to be. For them to win at iCast. I mean, is there I don't I don't know enough about the industry to talk too much about it, but I would assume that iCast is in the southeast the premier fishing oh, yeah. show. Like I mean cuz they only, like the biggest ones is Vegas and Orlando. Yeah. And they swap it every year. Yeah, so that's it. Icast like, is it. Yeah. Um so I would man I would have to imagine that Yeti that they had that the fix had to have They had to have something in it because yeah. I mean cuz that sucks. Like <laughs> it's a fucking bucket. <laughs> like, yeah. At the end of the day, it's a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I will not be buying one of those. Uh, no. How much is it? How much does it retail bucks. for? Yeah, I think no like, I think fucking like, way. I think it's like 50, 50 yeah, 60 bucks. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I mean, if you look at it, I Chris Sher, what are we gonna gosh, do? Dude. I mean, it's kind of like how you know Greg started and shit, like some marketing skills. Yeah, rap about like, it. That's the, like, Let's get it in some rap songs. I'm white, bro. <laughs> yeah, but you listen to that shit. <laughs> no, no. I don't listen to, I listen to old school <laughs> rap. Yeah, but I, can't I mean do that new age. Yeah. Thing. Oh well, I don't either, but I mean you still uh I don't know. I've never rapped. I bet you could Sober. try to <laughs> You just apply yourself. Uh, just you like, put just throw some auto tune on it. You like learning. You said so. <laughs> I like learning. I like learning. Okay, the la- <laughs> the last time I got a, uh, let's say the last time I got you know, coerced to do something. I ended up with a tattoo on my legs. So. Yeah, great transition. <laughs> yes. So I'm not rapping. I paid. I paid for uh, a big chunk of that. Yeah, dude, that um, was good time. So. so people, yeah, man. So people know we're talking about um, man. Was in ten, maybe that was. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm gonna say 2012, to maybe late 2011, mid 2012. Yeah. Uh, before I had any idea how anything in the music industry worked, I just decided that I was going to bulldoze my way into it. And uh, Travis Briggs and myself started a company called Rage Harls. And <laughs> uh, we had a, a pretty decent looking logo. And but you got to let them know how the, the concept came, though. I mean, that okay, was, that the, was the, uh, that's uh, what convinced me. We, well, yeah, I haven't talked about this yet on here, so I'll, uh, we'll talk about it. Oh, um, the interviewer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So uh, the other the other partner that I had in the business, uh, Travis Riggs, was talking to me one night. He had a 
his cousins were in town from Canada, and they said that they partied so hard they blacked out like Ray Charles. And we started like laughing about it or whatever. And like I was like, Did you say Ray Charles? <laughs> like, like kind of like Narles Barkley, like like Harles, you know, whatever. I was like, Ray Charles, that's hilarious. So we had the idea for Ray Charles like a year and a half before we actually like implemented it. Like it was just mm. a saying. We would just you know, if we went out hard one night, I was like, did you Ray Charles? <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, yeah, I Ray Charles. And so, so anyway, it, man, it's, it's really kind of funny. I haven't thought about it much, but, uh, like if I knew what, I, like if I knew then what I know now, I think we had a, well, it was a successful brand oh, yeah. at the time we sold. I mean, I did three or four orders of shirts at like fit one fifty two hundred a lot. We sold like, 700 shirts yeah, uh nice. which i mean that sounds i know that doesn't sound like a lot but i mean when you're living in a town that only has five thousand people oh, yeah. like you hit you hit like you hit like 15 percent of the population plus the stickers yeah and yeah and... yeah stickers like we 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 had a we, the thing is we had a great logo we had a great concept we had a uh, uh Everything was great about it, but it was what was behind it. Like everyone's like, yeah. "What does it mean?" I don't know. <laughs> Here, so, drink this bottle of whiskey, and we'll talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, man, I started this website, and I was interviewing bands, and like, I, I got some paid writing gigs that just came out of a fluke. Like, I, I joined a writing contest like in college, and party. I, yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to go, if you want to get deep, we can go deep. Uh. Um, uh, but anyway, so like I started writing, I started interview bands, I started writing articles, trying to like I had a great brand, but I had to create a product behind the yeah. brand. And at the time, like it just, I was finished. I was in my senior year of college. Um, I was interning. I was working full time. I was partying like a fucking crazy person. Oh, gee, there was They're just years though. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, I was fucking with Chris. I was like. You want to get a Ray? Because Chris was like, "I want some new tattoos." I was like, "I was like, you should get a Ray Charles tattoo." Oh, okay. So I, I, was I like, mean, I you're it. like, "I'll yeah. pay for it if you get it." Yeah. I was like, "I'm down. Let's get it on my ass." Yeah, so, but <laughs> the tattoo artist that we went to was like, "You know what? I'll make it bigger, and I'll put it on your leg, and still charge you the and same sh- price." And I was like sold bro like yeah. <laughs> you don't want to cover up my Johnny Chimpo fucking tattoo on my other ass cheek yeah. it's cool so, <laughs> like, I, so I think we got like his whole thigh covered for like 160 uh, bucks uh, or yeah. something <laughs> uh, and so uh, Chris forever has a Ray Charles tattoo yeah. Um, you only get to see him whenever I'm Ray Charles. <laughs> <laughs> do you, so, do you ever? How often do you get to explain that to people? Oh, dude, it's funny. Like during the summertime, it's like more fun to like talk to people about it because I mean, you know, you're wearing shorts and shit. So, like that tattoo, and then like the Johnny Chimpo tattoo usually comes out. Like, yeah. Like, oh yeah, you think you have a funny tattoo? Like, look at this. Like, do you, how many people do you know have this on you? That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Nobody. I'm literally the only person in this entire world. Has that tattoo? No, you're right. Like you're literally, about, like. <laughs> what the fuck is yeah. that? I am going down in history for that tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you when you die, you will. Yeah, yeah your body will retain that for as yeah. long as. Like, just get you know dug up. For, you know, fifty thousand years from now, and they're gonna be like, you know, like how we're doing with the Egyptians and shit. Like, oh, he was tattooed. Oh, this is this tattoo on there. And it's like, 
They spelled his name wrong. Yeah, it's like, Dude, I don't, I don't was, get this uh, guy. Like, what is he? What is the concept of this? It's like, it's, that was that was such a strange time, though, because Travis and I would get, uh, we would get tagged on, like, Facebook by, like, these people in Bali and shit. Uh, yeah. Like, in their Rage Harold shirts. Uh, like, yeah. tag, and I was just like, wow. Like, Dude, just I, like, whenever you did that uh, competition and shit for, uh, it was like... Oh, the photo contest? Yeah, the photo what contest. What does Ray Charles like, mean yeah, to you? See, yeah. Yeah. Do you God, see some, like, weird... I don't remember that. Yeah, oh, man. Dude. I, um, like, right when we got the shirts made, I said that I'd send out a free shirt to the person that put the, boast, the best picture yeah, the best, uh, of what Ray Charles meant. Oh, we got some great pictures. Dude, that's whenever the Dillrod came out and played and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What? The Dillard. You don't remember the that cousin, on uh, the cousin Dan contest too? Yeah, it was uh Seth's it was on Seth's car. Like uh remember fuck. Well, buddy you got it for like a bash bachelor party, like like joke thing. It was like a seventeen inch dildo. Oh, it was like huge, it had a suction cup on it and shit, you know? And like it was like part of like this little prop like picture shit. And we ended up throwing it on uh, Seth's car on his front like a hood ornament. So, like, he was, like, kind of, like, joking around, like, going back and forth, like, putting it forward and reverse and shit. And it's just, like, this thing just, <laughs> do, 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 do. like, I was like, yeah, you should totally show up at the bar like that. I'm sure you can get a check doing that. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, even, uh, like, even man, that's crazy we're talking about Ray Charles. But, uh, uh, so, the night, I'll try to make this as PG-13 as possible. <laughs> Our night in Jacksonville. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna go in deep, man. Um, but uh, we we got press credentials to go cover an event called Base in the City. Dude, that was a good event. Oh no 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 no! It's a different. I'm sorry. I'm confusing my Where stories. Were, was I was going to I was going to cover the Zygma show uh, with um, with uh, Monozygotic, uh-huh. uh, who is Sir Charles yeah. and, and uh, Zach from Greenhouse. Now I remember that. And I wanted to interview all them. <laughs> And so we, we, this is 2012, I think. Yeah. So yeah. we, we head to Jacksonville. We get a, a hotel on the beach. I think Chris had just come uh, in some money. So he well, paid for it. So it's funny. He's like, well, we're staying nice this weekend. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> well, because I was like, how much you guys want to throw in? And, you know, you're like, I'll do like, you know, 30, 40 bucks. And Riggs was on the same. I was like, all right, just give me, you know, 40 bucks a piece. I was like, I'll take care of the rest. And I'm getting like, uh, because I told them, like, you know, I was like, oh, I was supposed to get some suite and shit. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, whenever I booked it, it was supposed to be a suite. This isn't a suite. They didn't give me a discount and plus, like, a military discount, like, some other shit. Mm-hmm. It only being, like, 100, 120 bucks for the night. Yeah. So, so our 40 like, each so, worked yeah, out. We had like a big, <laughs> yeah, we had, like, a big-ass hot tub and shit in there. Yeah. And it was just like, this is our suite. Like, what's up, bro? Like, <laughs> we're going big. Um, <laughs> so we show up, and I start, I start pre-gaming. You know, I had like a beer or two. We're hanging out. We went to Mellow Mushroom, Jack's yeah, Beach, yeah. and uh, and then we go to uh, what? God, what was the venue called? It's a, like a Freebird. Uh, yeah, Freebird. It's a Freebird. And uh, we go to Freebird. I hit up the guys in Zuma. Like I got my laptop and my microphone and everything. I'm and ready. You guys to, left me at the bar. So I'm ready to interview phone. them. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, also, I didn't realize that I was I was not only interviewing Zuma, but I was also interviewing. Uh, um, they were monozygotic. They, yeah. I think they were called. They were called something else at the time. I forget what they were called. They were called something else before they were called, before they were called monozygotic. But anyway, I, mean, I was interviewing them too, and then I interviewed Greenhouse Lounge, 
So I did three interviews. And uh, mind you, at this time, um, I, I quit. Like, I wasn't, I quit smoking weed in like, like 2011 or something. So I hadn't smoked in like a year. And I was like, I show up to interview Zugma with Travis. So yeah, we did leave Chris at the bar. That was a mistake. Yeah. But, what do you mean? I was enjoying but, myself. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so I go to the back and I'm, I see Ryan from Zugma. And as soon as I walk into the green room, he's like, Hey man, good to see you. Like gives me a hug and everything. He's like, here dude, check this out. And, like hands me a, a fucking bowl. And I was like, I, I mean, I'm back here with a, with a band that just sold out Freebird, I'm not allowed to say no to this. <laughs> yeah, so that's like, peer I, pressure one on one. And then, like, I know I'm about to interview these guys, so I know that like, getting high before I interview them isn't the best option. <laughs> and, but anyway, so I, I, I take just one rip off the bowl, and then I'm like, "Fuck, I'm high as shit." So we go back. I do the interviews and everything. So I do three interviews, probably 25 minutes piece. An hour and a half later, I walk out, and Chris is. Fucking rage, rage, Charles. Like, oh, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. Me by like the bottom, going, like, going. He's like, man, I got to open tab. Get whatever you want. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you sure, dog? I've been yeah. doing interviews for an hour and a half. I don't know. If, yeah, but uh, I mean, oh, I got to play catch up. After that, though, is even funnier because you're like uh, interviewing some band. Like they're in VIP in the back. Like no one gets back there, and all of a sudden, like I kind of like walk in. I have a platter of shots in my hand. And they're like, how in the hell did you get back here? I'm just like, shh. Like, just handing shots out to people. And they gave us whispers. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Just like, shh. So it reminded me of whisper jets. But like, everyone like back there is just like, how in the hell did you get back here? I was like, don't ask questions. Just take a shot. Yeah. Like, we're doing this. Like, yeah, if you can spend $600 at one bar, let's go. <laughs> so yeah. so we stay for the show great show one like one of the most fun uh, like i've seen zugma probably 20 times one of the most fun zugma shows i've ever seen um well we get done but the show's done we're like we aren't done we aren't done at all uh, yeah. so we, like we like next yeah. door like, they, there's started. a party there's a party <laughs> next door uh meanwhile we've picked up a couple people um i forgot about that yeah one. yeah uh, and then I look at, and then like, I'm looking and I see outside of the after party, like the after party wasn't happening. So like we walked out and then all of a sudden, like I see Chris with this other dude, they're like, they're in the back of my truck and he's like giving out shirts, <laughs> like giving out like I Ray was, Charles I was shirts. Selling shirts. And I'm bro. like, way to go. <laughs> like, you know? I was like, it's 20, 25, 50. You get a free sticker with this one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, dude, this is like straight Jacksonville hood shit right now. Oh, <laughs> it is Jacksonville hood shit. So, oh, dude, it was awesome. <laughs> so anyway, so we go to this. They're like, it's by now. It's like two or three in the morning. They're like, there's this, there's like this rave happening at this place till like six a.m. So we go to another party. place. By now, there's two people that I don't even know that are in the truck with us going to this new venue. Yeah, me either. Or whatever. <laughs> we get in there. It was really weird. Like it was, uh, like it was run by like these Iranian brothers and shit. Like, like straight. <laughs> Like Jacksonville Mafia shit. Dude, it was a venue yeah, that yeah. wasn't supposed to be open. Like whenever we walked in, they were illegal. They locked open. the door behind yeah. us. Like it was kind of like weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. all right, man. Like but, we're going uh, out, guns blazing. But uh, <laughs> Dave McSweeney's crazy ass from Greenhouse Lounge was there. As soon as we walk in, he's like, "What's up, guys?" <laughs> like, he's got those crazy eyebrows and shit. So like we have a beer there, and like, but but then we're all just we're fucking wasted, man. So I'm like, let's 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 go. Uh, Let's 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 get out of here. And as we're walking out in the parking lot, um, someone like brings out a gun. Like a gun gets pulled out, and oh, I was shit. like, 
what the fuck? And so Shero uh, opens up the trunk of my fucking car, <laughs> gets in his bag, and chambers a goddamn round. And that's when I was like, no! This is, this is not representative of what Ray Charles is! Do not show that guy your fucking gun! He's going to think you want to shoot him! Like, Let's get the fuck out of here! So I'm like, cool, everything's cool. Whatever we get in the we get in the uh, we get in the truck, get back to the hotel room. Like someone <laughs> knocks on our door. Like I answer, I'm like, no, nah, motherfucker, we're done. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, how are you here even? Like, how did you know where the Ray Charles uh. guy's hotel room was, fucker? <laughs> so, so we lock the door, and I'm like, I'm going to sleep. This is this is bizarre. Like I almost felt like it wasn't happening. Yeah, like, this isn't. Really I mean, with all due with respect. You guys asked me to go for security reasons. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are like, oh, you guys are you're pretty hammered. I was like, don't worry, I can still do my job. I got this. <laughs> you were safe. You went to bed. Yeah. We have a we have a recently outed Marine uh, with us. We're uh, good. Dude, that note the next morning. That, uh, yeah. So oh, so we wake up the next morning that. and I'm like I look at Travis. Travis just Travis looks like he's seen a ghost. And I was like, what's wrong? You know, he's like, we'll talk about that later. I was like, cool, man. <laughs> so I, I go to the door and like I look down and there's a note under the door. And I'm like, all right. And I pick up the door and uh, do you do, or pick up the door? Pick up the note. <laughs> do you remember specifically what the note said? Uh, they do. It was like, uh, is like, I don't know how you do uh, it from it where like, you're from. Uh, like, fucking townie. Yeah, you fucking, <laughs> yeah. It was like, you fucking townies. <laughs> I want my money or my shit back. We don't play around here. I don't know what you do, like, back in your town or something, but we don't play that shit around here. And it was just, like, reading it, but it looked like a kindergartner wrote it. It was just like, what the fuck? And then you just hear Jared go, we need to pack up right now, like, yelling. <laughs> Let's go. We're like, it's an emergency. I'm like, it's waking time to get up. out of yeah. Jacksonville. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then, like, you know, well, at the time, Jared didn't know about the other guns that were in the place. But it was just like, all right, we got this. Like, fucking just, guess. like, so come there, out. There like, were multiple guns. Yeah, there, there's at least five. But, uh... <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm not going to the fucking Jacksonville unarmed. I'm sorry. It's like, dude, it's not fu- it's yeah, not the zombie yeah, apocalypse. I know, but it's, it's fucking it's Jacksonville. It's the murder Florida capital of Florida. I'm sorry. Is like, it? Is that true? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's some gangster Fuck. shit over okay. there, bro. I mean, better off going back, down Baghdad. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but no, dude, we just like rolled out and we we're like walking out. Like, all right, if anyone looks suspicious, like we're running to the car. You know, just. Never been back to Jacksonville since, but uh. yeah, I, I have several times, but under much different circumstances. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can only go hard the first time, and then the rest is like pretty kosher, right? Yeah, I think every every time I've been back to Jacksonville since then, and it's been multiple times, but every time I've been back there, I've been the band manager who's telling people not to get too fucked up. <laughs> like, you don't know what I know about yes. Jacksonville. <laughs> the yeah. funny thing is we played that Mellow Mushroom several times. I don't want to be like, don't fuck around. <laughs> you haven't lived my life. <laughs> yeah, so we got out of Jacksonville as quick as possible. And at, at, at that time... Oh, yeah, um, thanks for making me drive back. We were actually... Uh, oh, we took turns. You and I took turns. I mean, you drove like from the hotel to uh, where did we go? Five guys, 
<laughs> yeah. And then after five guys, after I, Riverside, you drove. I drove all the way from Jacksonville back to Destin because oh, you man, and I love you and so much. you and Riggs were both like, oh, "I'm too hungry." I was like, "Dude, I partied the hardest fucking last night." Did any of y'all spend nine hundred dollars in one night? No, I did. Like, well, I guess, why am I, I guess, driving? I guess like, that's uh, why. That's why I'm prior Air Force, uh, and, you're, <laughs> and you're prior Marines. Uh, never know what kind of situation you're going to be in. <laughs> uh, yeah, God, what a what a crazy uh, dude, crazy thing. I I remember getting home and just like walking into my house and being like, "What was that?" Yeah. And this was just all in one night. That's yeah. the crazier thing. Like, it wasn't like a week trip or a weekend. It was literally just one night. Oh, and uh, we ran into my ex-girlfriend, and Chris was like, uh, yeah, yeah. Chris was trying to, like, coerce her into hanging out with us the oh, whole dude. night. She was pretty cute. And I was like, I was like, oh, no, that's the best idea. It's like, Jared, you're like, not even with her anymore. I was, single, I was single at the time, so, but, but regardless, like, it just it wasn't oh, the man. best idea. So, but Chris was adamant. I think Chris wanted to fuck her or something, but I don't know. Dude. Yeah, maybe. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, choose your past, but my future. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's not listening right now, is she? Oh, probably not. Okay. All right, we're good. Show her man nameless. <laughs> God, I hope my wife isn't either. Um, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fun times. So, uh, so yeah, man. Well, thank you for uh, thank you for coming into the podcast, man. Did you? Uh, you set any New Year's resolutions? You got any, you know? Uh, I'm like one of those people, like, I mean, if you set a New Year's resolution, like, what is it, 98% of them fail? Yeah. So like, a lot of them. Yeah. So, like, well, if you... Well, because people just get too fucking... Well, see, like, if you I'm set I'm not going to s- drink in 2018. <laughs> eh, fuck that. Three days later. I mean... An hour. Uh, but, uh, like, if you set your standards low for, like, that kind of shit... You're always like improving. Yeah. Like, you're happy for yourself. You need a set of tenable yeah. goals. But sure. like, have I you mean, set any? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, get your fucking patent done. <laughs> I mean, that's not that's not on me. That's the government. <laughs> so if anyone in the government's <laughs> listening, <laughs> you know, the, the weird thing is, um, this New Year's for me was was way different than any from the past because, like, I. Normally, I get really excited about New Year's. Like New Year, I like New Year's Eve. New Year's oh, yeah. Eve is a, is a good holiday. Like there's there's no, there's no religious undertones behind it. See, mine's well, th- of that's July. not really true. I mean, it's 2018. It's two 2018 years after Christ. Yeah, yeah. So you have that. But aside time. from that, like there's no <laughs> religious undertones behind it. Have you ever thought about that? Of course, but that's just, I mean, but the calendar is fucking bullshit. Whose calendar are we going by? Anyway, anyway, anyway. It's like ruining Christmas, bro. Aside from that, there's no religious undertones to it. Like everyone is, normally everyone is excited. Everyone's happy. And man, this year at New Year's, like there was, and it's not, I didn't have a bad 2017 yeah. You know, like, I mean, shit, you did a lot in 2017. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, for sure. And I, I don't know if it's just the state of our country right now or or anything like that, but I, I wasn't I wasn't optimistic about 2018. Like, I wasn't excited about it. Yeah. I think a part of that is also that I'm 35 years old now, and I was thinking, like, fuck, Y2K, like dad, Y2K was... 18 years ago, man. 
Like, like that's right. a that's a high school senior. <laughs> like, 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 that's, like that's insane. Yeah. Like the 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 amount of time from from when you were born to when you graduated high school oh, yeah. is how long ago Y two K was. Yeah, I mean, like I always look Holy at it, shit. dude. Like you, the shit whenever you were a kid, and like your parents like always bitched about like let's say like you know your dad, father figure and shit, like love pockets on the shirts, fucking. Like, always bitching about fucking your, the music you're listening to and, like, all some crazy-ass shit, you know? And now that you're getting older, you're like, man, I love fucking shirts with pockets. <laughs> what the fuck are these younger kids listening to? Like, you know? Yeah. And you're like, fuck, yeah. I'm getting old. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, well, that's, that's, so that's tough to come to terms with. Um, but, but, man, at the same time, like, for, like, after New Year's, even the day after, like, New Year's Day, man, like, I was, like, I don't... I deal with depression a little bit, like very little bit, but like yeah. I was legitimately depressed on New Year's Day. Oh, yeah. I was like, fuck, like what am I supposed to do? Like what, what's next? What am I like? And I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's the, the current state of the, the nation that I'm in or what, like, but I was really, I, I wasn't feeling good about the future. Do you want some good advice? You want some good advice? Yeah, I would love some good advice. Okay. Yeah. What I always say is jerk off. Once you're done, bust your nut. If it's still a good idea, then pursue it. Oh, well, I wasn't, I, I didn't have any ideas. No, I'm just saying that. <laughs> if you're depressed, just jerk off. You usually feel better. You bust your nut, and you're like, all right, I'll just go about my day. Just think about well, it. Well, next New Year's Day, dude, try if I'm it. feeling the same way, it, dude. I'll just, yep, yeah, I'll hit it up. It works. Yeah, man. <laughs> that was a completely different way. Uh, yeah, I forgot to say, <laughs> I forgot to say TM after that. That's my market. No. <laughs> yeah, is that part of your trademark? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, it's in the works right now. You you, uh, you imprint too you, much about you it. imprint that on the side of your fish badge. Well, it's on my left ash. No, it's my right ash cheek, <laughs> not my left ash cheek. <laughs> Jesus, dude. I just figured you'd have had a bad football day. Uh, Sorry, we'll get guys. into that later. <laughs> you can say what you. Well, I'm not gonna talk about. I'm not gonna talk about, <laughs> talk about football right now. That whole thing yeah. is. I I could try to break it down in 45 seconds and try to make it make as much sense to you as possible. But there is definite SEC bias. Uh, the SEC, even though both teams that are in the national championship, the SEC finished four and five in their fucking bowl games. The Big Ten finished seven and one. The only team that ate their shit was Michigan. That's my team. I get that. And I'm not a Big Ten homer. I don't... Fuck, I root for Penn State to lose in the bowl games. Uh, Like, all that. What I will say, though, is SEC bias directly plays into the way you got your your fucking four teams. Yep. And honestly... Like, Central Florida, did they not lose it? You can't can't argue with the fact that UCF should not be called a national champion. If you want to do a co-championship, uh, Michigan did a co-championship one year, I think, with LSU, I believe. Um, that could be wrong, but I, I know Michigan, like in 2000, I think in like like 04, between 04 and like 07 or something like that, Michigan had to do a co-national champion because it was such a there was such a good case. And I think you have to do that this year. I don't think there's any way that a team like UCF should be able to fucking go 13-0, beat an Auburn team that beat both your playoff teams. All right. Mm-hmm. Auburn beat Georgia and Auburn beat Alabama and UCF beat them. Yet UCF has zero chances of being your national mm-hmm. champion. What the what else could they have done? It's all about what else money. could they have done? Everyone's like they should have played a tougher schedule. Well, Alabama's I mean, Alabama's schedule was 38th. 
UCF's was like 72nd. That's not a crazy number that's that far off for a one-loss Alabama to be in front of a undefeated UCF. That's fucked up. Like, the, the, if UCF can go undefeated, run the table, then beat a team that beat both the number one fucking teams that are in the playoffs right now and still get zero chance of a playoff or of a national championship, you have a, a, a definite broken system. Mm-hmm. And I know Shane is a Georgia fan. I'm rooting for Georgia. I want Georgia to beat the shit out of Alabama. I was rooting for Georgia from the get-go of the play. I root for Georgia regardless just because of I Shane. I already called my bookie in Vegas for that. But I, <laughs> e- either way, I, th- I think regardless of what happens in the Alabama and Georgia game, I don't think you can honestly say that you have a national champion out of that game. I think you have to split it. I think you have to say, and if not, what's the point of having teams outside of the Power Five? You completely, you completely lose your argument. No, I don't believe so. I, I I think it opens up the conversation that we I think it opens up the conversation that we need a sixteen to eighteen playoff. Uh, the system's I don't I don't want to say the system's broken. I think we're getting there. This is what year three of a fucking playoff system. Three or four. Three or four. I mean, yeah. you know, we're getting there, and it's shit like this that will open up that conversation. Because uh, you're completely right. If you have a team that is the only undefeated in the whole fucking sport. Why why aren't they there? Why are they ranked fucking 14 going into a game where what? Alabama was ranked 6th, 7th, whatever. 7 and 12. Yeah. Uh I mean yeah, I I I completely agree with yeah. that. Yeah. But, so so anyway, I think I I think that you you'd lose a little bit of the argument had Auburn not beat both Georgia and Alabama. Yeah, but uh, if Auburn hadn't beat both Georgia and Alabama and UCF turned around and beat them, that just proves that UCF belongs in that same conversation. But I think that Absolutely. I think the whole SEC bias thing is is more for why the fuck is Alabama even in the playoffs? The, They're not a conference champion. I because okay. they have a lot of backing in the South. Conference bro. champions. Like, that's 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 a different thing. I mean, if you look at their ratings, though, it's all like, it's, it's all, all about money. Like, yeah. in the end of the day, it's about money. Like, their ratings, like, if it gets on TV, like, how many people are actually watching it, how many people are actually buying tickets to go see this shit. Like, that, not only is the school getting money, but also all these other corporations that are it does backing have them, ratings. like, yeah. you're getting money for it. it. But that's, that. at the end of the day, it's about money. They knew the game was going to be in Atlanta. If that game was in fucking Ann Arbor... Or whatever. Well, that'll never happen. Well, you know yeah. what I'm saying. You yeah. know, so I'm saying like a so Ford Field or something, it, yeah. yeah. Or, uh, or, in, in, or in Minneapolis, in, in where the Super Bowl is going to be. Yeah. fucking where, Ohio would have been in it. Yeah. Or Wisconsin. Uh, I don't know. I think, so, you know, I think with the way... I don't think, I don't think location really had much to do with it. I, I think it just has I to do with... I, th- I think it, and I think it also has to do with the, uh, mm. the SEC has been the powerhouse for the last 12 years. Mm. Like, by far. By far. And... Honestly, I don't even I, I don't even know that I would say that SEC has been the powerhouse. I would just say that Alabama has been the powerhouse. And man, am I rooting for Georgia? Yes, but do I think Alabama is going to beat them pretty badly? Yeah, yeah, I really do. Like if I had to, if someone gave me a thousand dollars and gave me fourteen points, I'd probably still take Alabama. Like Alabama made Clemson look silly, and Clemson fucks mm. everyone up. Like uh, Nick Saban taught like fucking Kirby Smart. Everything he fucking knows. It's like what they like there's say, nothing yeah. in Kirby Smart's head that Nick Saban hasn't gone over with him before. Uh, we'll see, man. No, but we'll see. please, I am going to be we'll rooting see. for... I want Georgia we'll to win so badly. I think it's going to come down to those kids fucking want it, dude. Yeah. Did you, I mean, even if you looked at how mm. Alabama played during that Clemson game, they didn't give two fucks. Did you see Jalen Hurst's fucking face? It was just like... 
I think they're focused. I think Nick. I think Nick Saban has that team. I think they. I think they hypnotized that team. Saban for president. Man, I have this. I have this bit that I'm working on that I'm writing about Nick Saban being a Democrat and what that would do for the state of Alabama. But anyway, anyway. Off the record, uh, <laughs> I, I said I was going to try to break that down in forty-five seconds, and I went for seven minutes. Yeah, you didn't do a good uh, so, yeah. either way, UCF got fucked. Yeah. Chris Shero, oh, thank you for hanging out with us, man. <laughs> uh, First guest of two thousand eighteen, man. I hope everything that you're working it, on yeah. uh, just just goes extremely well for you, man. You. Um, if uh, man, you're welcome to come on here and talk anytime you want, man. Enjoyed having you on. Well, what for, was your uh, take, man? Drinking. Did you enjoy yourself? Oh, thanks for uh, drinking with me. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Ray Charles. Some old times. Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, revisit yeah. all those stories. Um, everyone who's listening to this, uh, I hope that you had a wonderful uh, Christmas or Hanukkah or Happy Holidays or, yeah, and, well, New Year's as well, yeah. Well, we haven't had one since <laughs> no, Christmas either, yeah. Yeah, we we've been out of here. The last time we were in here was December sixteenth. Yeah. Sorry, so making been... history again. First one of the yeah. year. First one of the year. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, so uh, so hope uh, I don't know. Hope you guys have a good year and uh, hit us up wimt.podcast at gmail dot com. Um, hit Chris Sherrill up on Facebook. Uh, at Red Door Saloon. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. Just go see him at Red Door. Just come see me at Red Door. Tell me, tell me you want the Wim T shot. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll give it to you for three dollars if you come. <laughs> yeah, hear that? Go see Chris Sher at Red Door. Tell him you want the Wim T shot. He'll give it to you for three dollars. You can't beat that with a stick. Uh, <laughs> you can buy him for the whole bar. <laughs> Pretend like you're at Freebird in Jacksonville. Oh man, live it up, bro. <laughs> live it up. Ray Charles. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, y'all take care of each other, and we will. Uh, we're, we're stoked. We're stoked to. Uh, We're stuck to going into 2018. Got some good guests lined up, and we will see you all next week. Later, y'all. Thanks, Chris. Thank you.